brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hosman, and joining me today is my good buddy. We've uh, known each other for quite a bit now. Uh, he is the national sales executive or one of the national sales executives at Walker Clay. He's also a new dad, Javier Melendez. <laughs> Thanks for joining me, buddy. What's up, Curbs? How are you doing today? <laughs> doing great, doing great. And I really appreciate you taking the time. So I want to jump right in. I mean, anybody who knows you uh, or are friends with you or your, follows you on social knows that you just added a new member uh, to your family. Obviously, it's a part of your title now. And uh, <laughs> so I'm curious to know with the, with the new addition to the family, how's that going and how has it affected your work life? Well, so yeah, Little Miss Everly joined us uh, back in May. Um, it was a long road to get there. It's several years to get there, but we, you know, welcomed her into the world. Her and mom are doing great. And, you know, with the work-life thing, I got to tell you, it's, it's different, but it's not. It's okay. different in the sense that you have to be flexible. You have to be able to manage things, monitor your time even more so uh, than before, but it's not in the sense that, you kind of do that anyways, when you have clients uh, interrupting your day all the time, meetings that just pop up out of nowhere, um, just like dirty diapers do. So, you know, it's one <laughs> of those things. Um, I think for me, you know, one of the best things that I have is I have a really supportive team uh, at Walker Clay. They, they really were supportive through the whole thing. And and my wife, Britt, who's just been an absolute rock star through this whole thing, she's, she's really been uh, helping me kind of just Go, get by day to day but i think having a team behind you is one of the better uh aspects of it to help you kind of stay sane no i totally understand i think for me it was like uh when i started having ch children yeah it helps you balance but it also helps you have perspective like certain things mm -hmm. that maybe were life and death before don't seem quite as life and death now and it, i think that's good it, it's healthy it helps you helps you when you see life and death in person then it's like Okay, yeah, a pen order that's a day late is not life and death. Yeah, exactly. That's exact <laughs> perspective. That's perspective. Yeah. So you've had fun with TikTok and Clubhouse, and and you were early in both, I think, especially for our industry. Um, so how's that gone for you? Um, and I, that's the first part of the question. The second part of the question is: Do you think it's good to jump into these new platforms early? I'll say that it's, yeah, it's good in the sense that it's opened up a lot of opportunities for me because mm -hmm. things like, you know, doing podcasts, uh, people recognizing me in the industry, et cetera, wouldn't have happened if I wouldn't have jumped on TikTok early. Yeah. Clubhouse was good in the sense that it provided a way to have communication and a different avenue in our industry that wasn't there yeah. and all of a sudden was available and we started getting people to go. Being an early innovator or, you know, adopter of technology, I've kind of always been when someone's like, hey, have you heard about this? No, but let's look at it. Yeah. And you kind of make it your own. Um, that's one of the big things. Don't always do what everybody's doing. Kind of, you know, get your chisel out, get your hammer out and see what you can do with it. I mean, that's what I did with TikTok and yeah. uh, that everybody kind of knows that story. So yeah. <laughs> and uh, with Clubhouse, it was just kind of uh a good mutual friend of ours, Charity. How are you on Clubhouse? No, but it can be. Give me five minutes and it took <laughs> 10 minutes, but I got on there and things just rolled. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, even picked up new business from it, which was really unique. So that's really cool. And I think, I think one of the challenges, you know, I think we get complacent, you know, it wasn't that long ago that Facebook was new and Instagram was new and Snapchat. Um, but I think being willing to put yourself out there, you have to be willing to be like, ah, this might go sideways or it might not work. And you have to kind of, get comfortable with that. And if you can and push through, then you can really do some cool stuff. I think one of the biggest things is being 
afraid to fail, mm -hmm. but not afraid to try. Um, mm -hmm. I think if you are at least willing to try something out and if it fails, it fails, manage your risks, obviously don't go all in on Bitcoin and whatnot if you can't <laughs> afford it, but yeah. you know, manage your risks and see what it is at worst. What is it? Someone's not going to like one of my TikTok videos, which has happened on occasion, <laughs> yeah. but you know, it, that's just a risk. And, but other people like them, laugh at them, think they're funny. I've had people come up to me. I've never met before. Oh, I love your videos. I'm like, I don't know who you are, but awesome. Great. <laughs> that is a, that's a cool feeling when, when you're like, I, I thank it's you. It's unique. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool stuff. And you've done a great job. And if you're not following Javier on TikTok, you totally should. Um, so <laughs> appreciate it. So this is a question I've been asking a lot of people lately, because I'm, I'm just kind of curious of the perspective. So what's one piece of advice you hear all the time that you actually think is wrong? So uh, one piece that I think is wrong I would probably have to say it's going deep on something. And mm -hmm. the reason why I say that is going too deep on something. So for instance, uh, my father taught me early on, if anyone's going to offer your training on something, cross train on it. That's something he picked up in the military. And he, mm. he said, he taught me that very early. It's like, if they'll give you training, take the training. He's like, learn to drive the different trucks, learn to do this, learn to do that. And, you know, you have some people online who say, you know, if you're good at driving a truck, drive that truck the best you can. And I'm like, well, no, I'd also like to learn how to load the truck. I'd also like to learn the laws around driving the truck. You know, there's other nuances that if you learn them, you will grow, you'll be better for it, and you'll be able to bring a different skill set than the guy who only knows how to drive the truck. I know how to drive the truck, load the, load the truck, make sure the truck's set up, fix the engine, etc. So, um and I use the truck just because that's the easiest analogy yeah, I can no, pick I up it. instead of promo. <laughs> yeah. No, I like that. I think that's a, that's a, that's a great thing where, you, you know, trying to get trained on as many things as you can. I, I that's cool. I like that. That's a great, great uh, perspective. So I want to get back to your lovely daughter and, and say, <laughs> uh, because I think, so here I'll set this up in this way. A lot of entrepreneurs, there's so many studies where entrepreneurs, salespeople, they, they, you know, they might be floating around and having some level of success. But if you go back to that moment where they say, hey, uh, when I, it all came together for me was when I had my first child or whatever, because they've gotten all of a sudden this sense of purpose. So I'm curious with you, uh, has ha having a child changed your goals? Um, and if so, how? And, and if not, why do you think that is? It changes a lot of a lot of directions. It does change a lot of directions with goals, but it doesn't necessarily change too many goals. Obviously, I had some different ones. I want to save up for her college, etc. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't change the fact that I want my family to be healthy. I want make sure that we have enough, you know, the roof over our house and food in the fridge, like the necessities, right? Those goals do never change. But it changes the fact that I want to be able to do more things with my daughter. So I need to make sure that I'm hitting commission rates. I'm doing, you know, X, X, Y, Z to attain those goals, those smart goals. Um, you know, and in, speaking of goals, you know, it, it always, it all goes back to, you know, six years ago when I read um, Extreme Ownership by Jocko and I all of a sudden went from living in a triple decker in the middle of Worcester to, you know, five, six years later, I'm living in a house with a, you know, a new truck and baby daughter here. And those yeah. were all, all, all five-year goals. Right. So, you know, the, it changes, but it doesn't change. It's, it's a hard question to no, answer. It's fair. <laughs> no, it's totally fair. And extreme ownership is a, if, if, if those of who are listening, if you haven't read that book, that is a game changer. That's a really, uh, really good it's my one. number one recommendation. 
Yeah. Well, cool. Thanks, buddy. Again, congratulations <laughs> uh, on uh, the, the family and, and the success. And I know recently you moved there to Walker Clay. So you've had a lot, a lot going on. So congratulations, bud. It's been a little bit of a whirlwind, but uh, you know, 2020 was a weird year and we came out swinging in 2021. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Appreciate well, th- it, Kirby. Yeah. Thanks for doing this. We'll have to do it again sometime. Okay. Exactly. See ya. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time.